Welcome to Moms Who Say the F Word with your hosts, Paris and Courtney, the two mom friends you didn't know you needed. We are pleased to bring you another fun episode of Moms Who Say the F Word. We would absolutely love it if you would give us a five-star rating wherever you have found our podcast. Now on with the show. Uh, Paris. Gosh, I feel you already. What are we like? Is this like week? What are we into? Well, th- when this goes live, it's what week three of quarantine? It's into week three. No, 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 friend. We're on week seventy-eight of quarantine. <laughs> Day five hundred and thirty-two. Yeah, yeah. I feel I like mean, I'm this on has lost. Been really, this has been rough. It's been a rough few weeks. But highlight. Did you? I know you caught it, right? The the Garth Brooks live. Yes. Oh my goodness. I love him. I, yeah. So I grew up with country, like all the old school country and stuff, but Garth Brooks was like a big thing in my house when I was a kid. And I got to see him when I was a teenager. I went to a concert and, um, he puts on a fantabulous show. I love all of his music. I just, it was so when I think you told me actually that he was going live. I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. But then it was like the live, I think there was over 20,000 people on there or 200,000. It was no. like, I don't know. Here's what I do know about that whole lot. thing. It w- it kept cutting out the entire time. Yeah. Like yeah. I was more frustrated with having to log back in and I was like, okay, people stop commenting, stop with all the damn hearts and the likes and all that shit. Maybe that's what's bogging the system down because Garth literally broke Facebook. <laughs> He broke Facebook. Yeah. Him and him and Trisha, they broke Facebook. But I, you know, so here's where I'm really torn on Garth Brooks. Okay, friends. Now here and we go. <laughs> I know. I know. And I just, I have a thing with these things. So, you know, step back years ago, right, when we got into this whole digital age of music where we were transitioning from CDs, no longer buying CDs, you were getting everything in MP3s, whichever service you use. Like now there's what? Google Play, Apple Play Store, or no, yeah, Apple, no, app. what the I hell, iTunes, know. that's it, iTunes, sorry, so you have like Google Play, iTunes, you've got Spotify, you've got Pandora, you've got Amazon Music. You see, back but- in the day, it was a lot easier, you could just go on LimeWire, Napster, <laughs> and steal it. But I think that's why Garth Brooks is probably the way he is, but he is one of those uh, people, he's one of those musicians that believes that, that musicians are being robbed, basically, by putting their stuff digital. I cannot find him on itunes he's not on itunes he is not on uh google play i finally found him on amazon music which seems really weird to me but um i don't understand why he can't just put his music everywhere but you have his thing was years ago and i remember this because i think it was kid rock agreed with him was that musicians were were basically losing money because they made more they the money they made was people buying an entire album for one song basically like if someone has a single you really like remember this you used to buy the cd oh yeah but then they would have single cds sometimes but anyways yeah. he doesn't didn't like people being able to buy one song on an album they had to buy the entire thing so i guess and that is what he does on amazon music i think if i the whole right. album you have to buy the whole album yeah i don't think you can buy just individual songs he doesn't let you i feel like i love garth i really do but sometimes i think his ego gets in the way 
Uh, yeah, and well, and you know, with Amazon, I know that they have a Garth Brooks like station and an artist station. So I wonder if you can just listen to all of his stuff on there. I, I listen to so. I listen to his station, and I know that there's a couple songs that I've already heard that were actually Garth. But were but they it's mixed duets? with other artists? No, uh, uh-uh. uh, they weren't duets. Okay, because mm-hmm. you cannot find him on Spotify unless it's a du- a duet. You, mm-hmm. He does not let allow his stuff on on Spotify, and I'm almost positive it wasn't allowed on Pandora either. He just he has an ego for the size of who he is, and but I feel like there's people that are much more popular and famous than he is, and they don't act the way he does. So it it just bothers me. That stuff kind of bothers me. <laughs> I just because like okay, so the live take the live for instance. Uh-huh. He straight told everybody, "I'm not leaving this up, so you need to watch it live." And of course, there was all the technical difficulties, and yeah. thankfully he did listen. They they listened to that and they left it up, but they were only going to leave it up till like 8 p.m. Pacific time. You've got artists out there, and I always go back to Melissa Etheridge because you know how much I love her, Mm -hmm. but she goes live every day at 3 p.m. for 20 minutes and sings full songs, not just snippets like Garth and Trisha did, full songs, and that is all up on Facebook. You can get to it at any time. That's great. That's what it should be. I don't know, though, because Garth is an artist. I mean, not that Melissa's not. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is he is trying to... He took a stance on it years and years and years ago, and he's sticking to what he wanted. So I don't know if I would slam him. Although the Beatles, remember them, they weren't available on Apple iTunes for a long time either. But then, you know, the rights to that is owned by, like, a bajillion other people. So they were like, fuck it. Well, and that's different. Yeah. (laughs) It is different. Because that's a right situation. This was like... And you're right. He took a stand but we are that was years ago yeah and you would think at this point you would get with the times because i i when after we saw the live i think i told you i was looking for his music i have old school cds somewhere yeah i don't know where they are anymore because i never <laughs> listen to cds like who listen? i'm sorry to those of you that do listen to cds i am not trying to dish you totally down with the cd business if you still have them i do not yeah once once i got my cds and i loaded them into my apple account or whatever and burned them onto discs or burn or put them on my you know i what was it what was the first ipod iPod. thank you (laughs) i pretty much didn't touch the cd anymore so it's not that i didn't buy the music i did buy it but now i don't have a use for the the cd and i will say i don't know if it's because i'm a grown-up now but the fact that artists let you buy one song here and there i do buy them i don't pirate them (laughs) you know (laughs) i don't actually pay for that anymore i wouldn't know how either because i just i'm not that person anymore i guess i'm a grown i'm a grown-ass adult now so i I pay for shit What Garth Brooks doesn't understand is, at least from me, he would be making double money off of me because I bought the entire CDs before. Yeah. I have them somewhere. But I would rebuy those digitally yeah. just so I have them on in my account so that when I'm in my, my car and the Bluetooth connects and that's what I'm listening to music-wise, I could listen to his stuff. But I don't have that ability. unless I, But see, like if it's on Amazon Music, I feel like Amazon Music is probably the newest option for music mm-hmm. and i just don't want to start buying music somewhere else again like i i have my google play that's where i keep all my music that i purchase mm-hmm. um instead of like bouncing around to all different apps i don't like that so it's just annoying i don't know i just i get it. and the other thing that really p- irritated me with him is when i wanted to see him in vegas it was like 250 bucks for any seat in the place and it's him and a guitar I was like, that's really kind of an expensive ticket. Damn. But it is it is a Vegas concert, so that's kind of not surprising. I yeah, guess. but then flash forward to coming this August, he's going to be opening Allegiant Stadium, the new Raiders Stadium, and every single seat was $95. This is where I'm talking All about the in. ego thing. Like, I don't know. 
There's more seats in that, though. Because it was a well, small... 65,000 seats. Yeah. So he's so, making yeah. a pretty penny. Oh, yes. And and he gets to be the name that opens the stadium, right? So... Yeah. I guess... I don't... Okay. And I just don't want anyone, anyone that's a Garth Brooks lover out there, look, I'm not saying I don't love him. I totally do. I just... Some of his... Hmm. What is the word that I'm looking for? His stances on things just kind of irritate me. Like, I just... <laughs> I don't get it. Get with the times, please. Courtney thinks he's I mean, being a hoarder. <laughs> don't hoard the toilet paper, Garth. <laughs> but I did enjoy their live because I guess I really didn't know much about Trisha Yearwood. I knew that they had gotten together like years and years and years ago. Um, I loved when they were talking about how she is not a stepmom. She's a bonus uh, mom. I loved yeah, that. I, I liked um, that. I loved how they did their duet of um, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga they did that Shallow. song and he loved it so much he did it again <laughs> he did it again yeah i think in a different key or something yeah right? he was like, like he, changed- he goes i love this so much let's do it again you know and i thought that was super cute and i thought you know her talking about how you know she's basically stay at home mom and you know she's got to get dinner on the table at a certain time for him it just made them more realistic <laughs> did you see his face when she said that though <laughs> yeah he was like what the hell you're totally throwing me under the bus oh yeah oh yeah and i loved how he talked about how he was 50 pounds lighter in a video that he had shown Uh (laughs) yeah because it was it was an old concert right yeah and they're both you know let's be fair with age comes a little extra fluff so extra love yes so but they were just super sweet together i really enjoyed watching it it, even though i had to fight with stupid facebook to you know keep re thing we kept buffering i guess i ended up going back and watching it before they took it down i like, did too so i could watch the whole thing because i kept missing whatever they were singing because it yeah because he broke facebook garth brooks broke facebook now see i am not a country music fan like courtney is and country music was basically forced on me because i moved to nashville my freshman year of high school and there's like 72 country stations in nashville and maybe one <laughs> pop station uh, so you don't really have a choice in the matter. Uh, I will say the country music that was around when I was in high school was much better, sorry, than the country music that's out now, in my opinion. I just think it sounded better. I actually do enjoy it now. Um, after watching Garth again, I was like, oh my gosh, I have a new love again for country music. Uh, even though I didn't love it when I lived in Nashville. Sorry, Nashville. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. And, um, I just thought it was really cool that they they went live and and it made my day. Actually, it made my week and a half of being at home. It like completely changed my mood. And I think that these artists that are able to do that, I hope that it touches everybody in a different way, in a good way. And it changes your mood maybe because it is hard being locked in the house all day and, you know, only getting to get out to go buy groceries. And then it's anxiety filled. I don't yeah. know about you, Courtney, but it's anxiety oh. filled to go out to the supermarket and I feel like everybody's the enemy. I feel like I'm in a fucking movie. Like I'm sitting there dodging people. I'm like, don't breathe yeah. by me. Like it's not, no. I find I myself holding my breath. I did that today at Target. I'm not kidding. I was holding yeah. my breath. I'm like, oh my gosh. But speaking of crazy things, okay, that people are doing while this quarantine, shelter in place, uh, stay at home, whatever you guys call it in your states. I went on Netflix last night and you know how Netflix now rates like what the number one trending thing is? Yeah. 
Yeah, and the top movies, like the one through ten or the something. Top, yeah. yeah, so the top thing that came up was that Tiger, Tiger. King. Okay, yeah. so I, I want to tell you, I gave it a whirl last oh, night. Oh, God. I gave it a whirl, and I couldn't close my eyes because... <laughs> I hear it's like a car wreck. You can't I, look away. Yes. I pity America because this is how sad us being at home is that this is the number one trending thing right now. Oh, it's all over Facebook. It's, it's all people crazy. are talking about. I can't I believe just how nuts it is. And it is a train wreck. You cannot stop watching it. I, I watched, I think, like two episodes. My husband fell asleep. He's like, what the fuck are you watching? I'm like, shh, I'm doing <laughs> this for research. Doing, I have to right watch now? this. <laughs> research you're such a liar it is research you know i'm sure our listeners are listening to this shit and i'm sure we want to be up with the times we don't want to talk about old shit we need to talk about things that are current so anyways it is pretty sad that that's like the number one trending thing and it really is a train wreck you have to watch the first episode the fact that the girl that was working for this crazy guy got her arm taken off by one of the tigers yeah that's why you don't work with tigers because the tiger went tiger and ate her arm because they're wild fucking animals you morons right well here's the part that kills me okay so there's this woman activist i can't remember her name because i can barely understand these people because they speak in i don't know they speak english but it's just kind of muddled together like the husband so this guy's a gay guy okay his his husband is missing like i I should just tell you he only has one tooth because the rest are gone okay (laughs) i don't know if i want to watch this no you have to you have to because it's it's just watch the first episode. Anyways. Is this one of those situations where I have to watch it just so you have something to, someone to talk to about it? Yes. Like, I feel like we've been there before. Please. Please do this for me because <laughs> it it was it was just, it's uncanny. Anyways, but this woman activist who's like all against him and was trying to get him to stop what he's doing and not keep these animals because he's got like 227 endangered, not endangered, but animals basically like tigers and things like that. And she's trying to save them, but she opens her own sanctuary and ha- charges money to people to come see their, her cats that are so in cages. So I'm like, how are you any different? So anyways, that's about as far as I got into that shit. You know oh what my I mean? Goodness. I know. And then, okay. So a couple weeks ago, I went to the go red for women luncheon. Have you, have you been to one of those? I don't know what that is. Okay, well, Star Jones was the speaker at it, and she looked amazing, by the way. Uh, but the part that I want to talk about is they had a tarot card reader there, which you know, Courtney, have, that's our you jam. You to go to. Yeah, that is yeah. our jam. Courtney and I, when we see tarot cards, and we don't believe it, okay, just putting it out I there. don't remember any of them that we've ever done. <laughs> like, I don't remember what anybody says to me. I, I don't, it's been a, but it's been a hot second. It's been a long time. But in our like, defense, yeah. too, usually we're pretty drunk when we go uh, to see tarot card readers. To, well, because, because it was in New Orleans. We were tipsy. We were, no, we were. Oh, no, we were. Never mind. <laughs> Nashville. When we went to Nashville, we that was a terrible tar- card reader, by the way. Remember, we were both like, what? No. They got it yeah. completely wrong. Like, yeah. oh, you're going to have a boyfriend. No, I'm not. I'm married. No, I took I'm my married. ring off so that you wouldn't know that I was married. But nice try. <laughs> but anyways, this tarot card reader was interesting because as soon as I sat down, she was shuffling the deck and she looked at me and she goes, you know, she goes, you're definitely a person that everybody wants to be friends with, but you don't like people. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God, she got me. 
I thought truth. that was the funniest shit ever. That was I'm true. like, she said some other things too that were like intriguing about the cards. I'd never seen these cards before. I, I mean, I'm not like well versed in tarot cards or anything, but her cards look like totally different than any kind of tarot cards that I've seen. But she got, she said some shit that I was like, okay okay, some life-changing stuff is going to happen. And she said either April, because the number four came up, in either April or in four months from now. So I'm like, oh, okay. All right, lady. So I'm going to watch out for those things. I'm hoping good things come to me. But, you know, we should probably start on our show and stop, like, chit-chatting. We've been all over the place. Oh, my God. (laughs) So I am Paris. I am the tiger mom to one cub and married for 10 and a half years. I am feeling more appreciative of my beautiful home the longer that I'm confined to it, but I'm also finding I'm getting lost down that rabbit hole of Pinterest, finding ways to redecorate it too. Oh, so God, don't do it. Don't I do know it. I shouldn't have started, but when the government finally releases us from this, I feel like Michaels is going to have a line around the block. You know, like oh, like they're selling yeah. toilet paper, but no, they're selling crafts that people want. <laughs> <laughs> right, all the stuff that everyone researched while they were stuck in exactly in making notes. <laughs> Um, And I'm Courtney, the crazy mom to three. Either I'm crazy or they're crazy, but normally we aren't all crazy at once, which is beneficial. (laughs) Uh, Currently, I'm a work-at-home mom because I'm lucky enough to have that option. But let me tell you, this is not a walk in the park Mm -mm. at all. I have been married for 12 years, and so far this quarantine hasn't pushed us to to divorce. But let me tell you, if he invades my office before I'm done working one more time, one more time, (laughs) I might punch him in the nose. It's a possibility. Like... I get really angry. <laughs> yeah. I think I think a lot of wives at this point in, in in the quarantine mode or the shelter in place mode have have felt that way too. So yeah. Um so I think that being locked up is causing some of us to be uber creative. I could be wrong, but I think it is. Uh, my baby cousin, Leah, she decided to go live on Facebook and talk about her skincare um, regime and her makeup routine. The cool thing about it was that she did it because she needs to get more comfortable with public speaking. Now, granted, you may all be thinking going live isn't really public speaking, but let me tell you, anytime you hit record on anything and you're on the other side of it and behind the mic, it's fucking scary. Oh, dude, going live is totally like public speaking. I, it's super like nerve wracking. I don't, I don't know. I hate doing it myself too. I don't very, I very rarely will ever go live on my Facebook. But what's funny is, is that all these celebrities that we've been talking about, I don't think that like Garth and Trisha said it, but I know that like I've heard other ones say it, like musicians and such. They're like they're 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 commenting more often than not that they're nervous, and I find that <laughs> hilarious because they usually are like in these huge shows. But I guess they feel even more vulnerable when they're doing something like going live. But it is hard for all walks of people. So yeah, kudos to Leia for biting the bullet and doing it. I get scared just doing freaking speeches in a speech class. So I'm glad I got that shit done a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even this podcast was scary to do at first. Uh, Courtney and I putting ourselves out there sounded super asinine to me. <laughs> Why on earth would I want to go public and have, you know, people judge me? Ew, no. I still don't Ew. know how Courtney got me to agree to this, but I will tell you that it has changed my life in so many good ways. Um, I'm pretty sure I got you to agree to this by asking you when you've been drinking. This is how I get you to do all the things. <laughs> That's true. Wine heals and it, it heals me and betrays me. <laughs> Yet I keep going back to her. So thank you, wine. <laughs> well, wine is definitely a friend right now. Hell on wheels. Like, again, like, what are we? We're into, we're into week three, I guess. So 
I don't, I don't know. It's just as my governor calls it, you know, we're in this stay at home order. I don't know. Oh my God. I feel like my wine stock is going to be completely depleted by the time this is all over. (laughs) I've even thought about, um, of crafty ways to start drinking my vodka. I have no juice in the house. So mixing vodka with like a blood orange tea sounds good. Don't you think? I think it'd be good. I don't see why you can't mix vodka with whatever the hell you want, honestly. Like, (laughs) it's vodka. I I got an email today, actually, from my wine club about how they're open for pickup this weekend. And I was like, hey, I might just venture out for that. It's considered grocery shopping, right? I mean, it's a grocery. Mm. But um, my wine is slowly disappearing from my wine fridge. And speaking of, did I tell you that my husband insisted on us getting a wine fridge? No, but I really, I really want one. I want a wine fridge. When we built this house, we specifically paid to have an outlet put in the pantry for a wine fridge and we still have not bought one to put in there. So it's really serving zero function, right? We have lived here for three years now and maybe on its fifth anniversary, we'll get it one. So congratulations house on getting your fridge finally after five years, because that's probably when it will (laughs) happen. I'm sure the house would appreciate it and you get the benefits. It's a total win-win friend. Like you're thinking of your house's feelings. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, but I have to say that I'm pretty glad that we got it before this all went down. I mean, we just have a small one. It holds like eight bottles. I realize that, uh, that doesn't sound very big to anybody. For me, it's a lot. But um, that bitch was full. Like, as soon as we were told we had to stay home. We were like, fill that shit up. I need more than eight bottles for a fridge, dude. I can't. <laughs> I mean, calm down, crazy. We do not drink nearly as much as you do. And we're also not, like, members of 50 different wineries. Listen, I'm not a lush. I just appreciate wine and all of its flavors. <laughs> yeah, well, you're also just bougie. I am not. So I guess I'm not at your level. Okay, I am not bougie. I'm just well-wined. Is that a thing? That sounds like a thing, right? So no clue. But I do have a lot of wine and champagne, which speaking of, did you know, this is a fun fact area right now, did you know that champagne cannot be called champagne unless it truly comes from Champagne, France? Did you know that? What? She's shaking her head. No. (laughs) Yeah, what? I'm like, we're on a podcast, friend. You got to like say it. Okay, you can't just look at me and (laughs) shake your head. Stupid. (laughs) Anyways, I may have mentioned that before, but basically if it comes from here, it's called sparkling wine. They are not allowed to call it champagne, but it's the same shit, honestly. Just, it's, you know, just less classy because it's American, I guess. (laughs) Yet another way for the French to be assholes to us, but I'm not above drinking either one. I am an equal opportunist. Yeah, you're well-wined, as in, like, your blood is well-wined. I'm sure it lets you know when the content is not well-wined. Mm, <laughs> and no, I did not know about the champagne. That's why I was shaking my head. That's, like, the weirdest thing ever. But I always did wonder what the damn difference was between sparkling wine and champagne. So now I know. Because you always see it, and they're always in the same section. Yeah. Sparkling wine section. Some of it's champagne. Some of it's sparkling wine. That's really annoying. But my wine club has a, a type of sparkling wine, but I think they just call it their bubbles. It's like, I don't know. My bubbles. uh, My bubbles. (laughs) So I don't know. We're doing more than just drinking during this isolation crap, though. We are. I swear. Um, For instance, how is work, like working from home, working for you? You know, Courtney, I do this podcast for fun and I don't want to talk about reality. But let me tell you, though, (laughs) I watched a webinar this week and it was super interesting. Oh, really? Do tell. Okay, I will. (laughs) 
Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. So clearly we're delirious. That's where we're at in our Dude. lives. But, you know, anyway, so the webinar, it was covering how we should be caring for our employees in this scary time. They talked about a lot of HR shit and things for companies on ways to handle their business the right way. Like I could have cared less about that. But <laughs> the part that intrigued me was when they covered how to manage your employees through this. I was so happy that most of what they covered were things that um, I'm already doing. But if you are in a leadership role and you have employees that are working remotely, this might benefit you. They talked about self-care, making sure that you're telling your employees to get up off their asses once in a while. They didn't really say that on the webinar, but it sounds better when I say it. When you are in front of your computer, it is just too easy to sit there and focus on work and not move. So you got to get your asses up, okay? No, that's a great point. Um, in my office, not my home office, but the office I work in, usually I have one of those sit stand desks that I can move up and down. Now and who's I, bougie? I, whatever. <laughs> and I cannot tell you, like after two weeks, I miss that damn desk so much. Just sitting constantly is not only making me feel super lazy, but my back is killing me. It's ridiculous. Oh, so they talked about that too. Sitting in bad positions. If you don't have a desk and a proper desk chair, you need to make sure that you're changing locations and not causing yourself like long-term harm. I feel like I could kick my whole family out and do that. <laughs> Change <laughs> locations. That'd be awesome. Anyways. <laughs> Um, what for me though, has always been a challenge during working virtually. And that's actually not just now, but before when I worked, um, as a virtual employee is the implication of me not working. Like I will go downstairs to get a drink of water and my computer shows me away. It's like, is somebody noticing that it freaks (laughs) me out? I realize how ridiculous that is. I get it. And especially now I don't even work in that type of environment anymore, but it's always like a worry that I have. I feel the same exact way about that. I am always sure that my boss will call when I'm in the bathroom. I know that'll probably happen. <laughs> or if I let my Slack status go inactive, then someone is going to tattle because people be bitches sometimes. But, you know, who knows? Just don't take your device into the bathroom while you're on a video call. You did see that on Facebook, right? <laughs> Yes. Thanks to your brilliant ass. I have seen this amazing video and I still cannot believe that girl, Jennifer, did that. Poor Jennifer. (laughs) Poor Jennifer. Go look up poor Jennifer on YouTube, friends. Yes. Yes. Do yourself a favor. Poor Jennifer. Do yourself a favor. I mean, I feel bad for Jennifer, but it it was hilarious. (laughs) And it's, I'm sure mistakes happening like that all over the place. But I'm just trying to protect you from any sort of hiccups while working from home. So I have to share these things. So I always just say, remember to always assume you're on video when you're on a conference call. Girl, I hide my camera when I go weigh myself in the morning because I feel like my phone is judging me. Even if, even though it's not even on. There's no way in hell I would <laughs> ever have my phone on during a fucking Zoom meeting. I have a brain. There's no way that's I happening. I mean, there are those conspiracies, though, that our phones and computers are watching us at all times. You never know. Yeah, that's exactly why I cover my phone. <laughs> so back to the webinar that I was on that no one went to the bathroom on. I will tell you that. Oh, you that's know, good. And that I'm aware of. I don't actually know for sure, but I'm pretty sure nobody went to the bathroom on it. But <laughs> they talked about over communication and how important it is for all of us to remember that our home situation is not the same as everyone else's. Some people have a zoo at their house. Like I'm looking my house? at Courtney. Yeah, I'm looking that's at my Courtney. house. I have a zoo. But others are like completely isolated with no interaction at all. You know, think about how depressing that has to be to a person. So it wasn't until I listened to that webinar that it hit me. You have to think of creative ways to interact. And I know some people do these video happy hours, I guess, after work, which 
I think could be fun. Uh, I couldn't do that every day, though, because, hello, I can't be drunk every day. But <laughs> but maybe on Fridays, you could all do something like that with your teams, you know, whoever you guys all work with. Wow, that totally makes sense. I mean, first off, these are people we usually spend more of our days with than our own families. And then suddenly we're all isolated from one, like one another. I think in the beginning, people are probably thinking, well, this is great. I don't like Karen anyway, you know, but <laughs> poor Karen, <laughs> poor Karen. <laughs> but in the long run, it really throws off your daily routine and how you feel about what's happening at work because you're not together. And my team is super interactive with each other a little too much. They're too involved with each other. <laughs> and, and this really threw a wrench in their lives. So I make sure that we all see each other every single day. And also we implemented game time on Fridays. That's it's a lot of fun. Idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. Now, so my work, we don't do video conference calls or anything like that. There's only a handful of us, so we're slightly different. Um, but one of our team members actually shared a fantastic article with us, and it really resonated with me. So um, let's see. It's from the Harvard Harvard Business Review, if anyone's interested in reading it. The article is called the, uh, That Discomfort You're Feeling is Grief. The article interviews an author who's like penned a few books, I guess, regarding grief. I'll just post the link in the description of the episode. I'll just do that. that that's easier. And everyone needs to read it. So it's Harvard, so you know it's for realsies, and I realsies. still have not read it. I, maybe I'll read it by the time this goes live. <laughs> I don't I, know. I do need to read it. It sounded like something that would benefit all of us. No, I totally think it does. And the part that really got me uh, was putting a word to the feeling that I was having as I felt like things were falling apart around me. And while I do understand how blessed I am in so many ways, so like I don't want anyone to think like I'm thinking that I don't know those things. Like I still have a family that's safe underneath my roof, uh, that we have a roof over our heads, that I have a job that I can work from home. Oh, and we do have enough toilet paper for the whole family. So that is a, <laughs> that's like a total plus. But however, I have to tell myself that that doesn't mean that my grief about things aren't, it, that isn't valid. Like it's still a valid feeling because I always find that I tell myself things like, I don't get to feel bad about a canceled trip because there are people out there that have it worse. So I can't say I'm sad about my trip being canceled because there are people that lost their jobs. So even if I do try to deny those feelings because I think I shouldn't have them, they're still going to be there. Um, it's better to feel them and give yourself a chance to move on instead of allowing them to fester and possibly lead to more difficult emotions to face like down the road. Absolutely. I go through moments of guilt during this time for sure. I look at all that we have and how we are the lucky ones essentially. Yeah. Uh, I know that speaking to a few of my other friends that they feel it too. And I also feel a sense of helplessness. Um, I wish I had gone to med school instead of drawing circles and cubes and <laughs> on my computer for a degree. Uh, I wish I was doing something for the greater good. Well, I think a lot of people are in that same boat. I know I feel helpless too. I mean, I'm always the one that wants to help. So when I find ways to do that, like I will drop food to someone's doorstep or I will get groceries for someone that can't leave the house. But in the end, by staying indoors and practicing the self-isolation that we've been asked to do, we are basically doing our part in the current conditions. If, if and, and it totally feels like nothing because we're mostly basically being told to sit on our butts. Um, but it, be, it can be powerful when you add all the people together that are actually doing it like we should be. I absolutely agree. We are doing our part by staying in. So good job, people, Who those of you who are. <laughs> but what gets me is the people that just don't fucking get it. For reals. Yeah. And I'm shocked by it. I know a few older and younger people who just think this is all bullshit, uh, which brings me back to yet another reason that our generation is still the best generation. We got all the brains, <laughs> in my opinion. 
<laughs> I think there's some in each generation, though. I've seen a number of people, even our age, that believe it's just another flu and they're not that concerned. And I think there's a lot of mis- misinformation due to social media out there that people listen to that instead of the doctors and the medical professionals and stuff. So, and there's also the case of how many countries or like places in our country, I should say, that are more isolated. So they aren't actually seeing the repercussions of this illness. So maybe they just don't, they're not understanding the severity of it. Probably not. You know, we could go on and on about our theories on this, but let's get back to how we are managing our lives through this. I have to say (laughs) that I am now slightly annoyed that I cleaned my house thoroughly in January. Yeah, because now I have nothing to throw away or rearrange. It's frustrating. (laughs) I have restarted on my crocheting adventures, though. I'm pretty excited about that. I started making my cub a blanket like a fucking year ago, and then I gave up, and now I'm back on track. So I find it very therapeutic. Hmm, that's a good idea. Honestly, I since I started working from home, my day is just busy with work. I I thought it would be easier, like I'd have more time. But by the time I get off work, it's time for dinner. Then my kids just want my attention at that point. So really, this is no damn different than my regular life, minus the commute. I just, I'm not commuting. And my commute's not super long, so. Bullshit. I call bullshit, Courtney. That commute I'm, is long. It can be sometimes, but it's not like, I mean, it's not horrible. But okay. you're really talking about maybe... 30 minutes in the morning, uh, it could be up to 30 to 45. So let's say an hour and a half, maybe. Oh, my God. Okay, so one of these podcasts, we'll have to um, figure out how we can polo (laughs) on here and broadcast it because (laughs) you would be amazed how long her fucking commute is. It's pretty funny. (laughs) But anyway, it seems like a long time because a polo is like 20 minutes and you're like, what the hell? She never stops talking. I know. I know. Well, I do the same thing too because, well, traffic, it's probably nothing now for either of us. No. But, you know, whatever. Anyway, so my my work hours are pretty packed for sure uh, during the days of this so far. Uh, It hasn't slowed down really which I'm kind of happy about. Um, and I've been trying to make sure that I do step away for my lunch hour, but I'm finding it hard because other people clearly do not um, follow this rule of stepping away <laughs> for lunch. And they're sending me emails left and right. I swear to God, it's like 12.01 hits and they want to email like every five minutes. And I'm like, are you people not eating? Like, I don't understand. Well, and not everybody eats on the same. I don't know how you guys. I, you know, I work with a lot of con- uh, consultants and stuff. So their schedules don't even follow any normal semblance of anything. So I always have my phone with me. So I, I get what you're saying on that. But if I wasn't working from home, I might actually go through all of my clothes and get rid of stuff. But as it is, I'm still behind on laundry. I mean, again, don't make it sound like I'm complaining. I am super happy to have my job. Totally. Don't get me wrong. And I I do love my job. I love my work, but having extra time during quarantine would have been nice. (laughs) You know what? You need to make time to do that, friend. Marie Kondo is your friend. I promise. I promise you. Stop being resistant. No, don't start with that little Asian black magic witch again. I don't want to hear it. No. I don't want to get rid of half my shit and then wonder where the shit went when I need it. And then end up buying again. It's all a conspiracy. I'm telling you. No, I don't believe that. No. Mm -mm. Why are you so anti-organization? She's here to help you. No, hold on. I'm not anti-organized. My husband built me a nice, great closet that is super organized now. But I can't get behind anyone that tells me that I should only have 30 books. No, well, I can't do it. If you ever do decide to listen to the little black magic witch, uh, <laughs> Marie Kondo, she called you that, not me. I was just I paraphrasing. Did. Yes. Okay. I said but, it. But if you ever do decide to do it, it is super freeing and it feels good to let go of things. 
Nope. Nope. I'm not at that <laughs> level. So no, I won't be organizing during this quarantine, but I, I think I am going to bake a cake. I mean, it's going to be straight oh. out of the box. It's going to be out of the box. Don't get excited. Oh. And, uh, oh, but I will make some cookies from scratch. Okay, so I can't condone the cake out of a box situation, but I'm all about the cookies from scratch. I swear, I should just fly up there for your birthday, get excited, and I'm going to Marie Kondo your entire house. Yes! Stop. (laughs) Stop. Okay, remember when I used to clean your office for your birthday and you would curse me out? It was always my favorite time of year. No, no, no. No, 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 (laughs) no. And let me say, fuck no. Oh. You are not coming to my house to do anything like that. And yes, I remember you doing that to my desk. And me having to figure out where shit was for weeks after. It was so obnoxious. Oh my God, I hated it. Whatever. It made me so happy to see your desk so clean and organized before the cyclone hit it at 8.01 a.m. Okay, I was not a cyclone. I have my own organization and you just don't like it. Okay. Organized chaos. I guess it is a real thing. You're, it, yes. you're totally right. It's a thing. <laughs> I always knew where my stuff was until you moved it on my birthday. Okay. Well, my husband hates when I clean too, uh, because I never remember where the fuck I put shit. (laughs) I always tell him I put it in its home. I just forgot to ask it its fucking address before I left it. Okay. Um, See, it's not just me. Your husband gets it too. This makes me feel better. Don't start with him. Don't bring him into this. (laughs) You brought him into this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you... Made it more, whatever. You made it more about your side. I don't like it. <laughs> Anyways, I was bad this week. I went to get out on lunch one day and I had Kane's chicken and man, it tasted so damn good. I cannot believe how good it tasted. I feel like quarantine food tastes better. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. <laughs> no, you know, it's not just you because there's something about takeout now that just seems more special because it's not something you can just go out and do and get all the time anymore. Like it's, there's more steps and it's more complicated to get that food most of the time, unless like it's just a drive through, but even the drive throughs here have been super long because (laughs) that's the only way you can get that food. And you're not just like out running random errands anymore or at a shopping mall, for instance, and just eating at a food court. Like it's just, you really have to go out of your way to get takeout. So we had takeout for dinner from a place we usually eat in at and it was delicious. And we felt really good, though, too. We were supporting local business. So I felt We do love it. to support our local businesses. We do, yeah. too, over here. Uh, but speaking of going out, how are the hardware stores around you? Because I swear to God, it's the new club and everybody's trying to get in. Oh, dude. They're fucking packed. It's ridiculous. It's like the apocalypse has started and everyone is building their fortress and they need <laughs> all the supplies from Home Depot immediately. I, it's insane. And But honestly, though... Anytime I've gone to the store for provisions, and when I say provisions, fools, I go out for food. That's it. <laughs> I do try to find some toilet paper once in a while, but we're okay with that. So that's it. Like, I, that's why I go to the store. I'm not going to Home Depot to go buy. I even need starters for my garden, and I have not gone to Home Depot to get them because that's not what this is about. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so anyways, even at the store getting groceries, nobody is keeping a six-foot social distancing. Nobody. It makes me want to punch people. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Okay, so nobody should shop around Courtney. Okay, no. so if you're, if you're in the Portland area, don't do it. <laughs> Stay the fuck Just home. Just don't. Because Courtney's there. <laughs> and she's measuring. She's got her fucking tape measure out. She's angry. <laughs> I fucking guess, dude. I went to Trader Joe's on Friday, and there was a line to get in, which was totally fine. Uh, everyone outside was keeping to that six-foot rule. And the coolest thing, I thought, was when you got into the store in the checkout line, they had taped down every six feet with a label, of course, Trader Joe's they always do those cute little handwritten labels and they had done it for every single six foot like place it was really cute uh of where you should stand which I thought was amazing I loved it 
I guess people that go to Trader Joe's are just smarter. Because mm, I don't know. Yeah. I was at I was at Winco, and so I have to tell you the specific story that happened. So I walked to an aisle, and there was a cart on the right side, and the old woman standing on the left side looking at the product. So she had left her cart on one side and was standing on the other side. Okay. And I found myself doing that, too. But this this is a different situation. Like, we're in a different situation now. You need to keep your shit together. <laughs> but I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to push my way through there because I'd have to touch her. There's, like, no way to get through without brushing past her and she's older and it's not in six feet. So I'm standing there and I kid you not three people brushed right by her. And I, so I was like, I, they just brushing past me and then brushing yeah. past her. And I wanted to scream. That's not how any of this works. People <laughs> like it's not how, it's not how any of this works, but no, the X is on the ground. Most stores that I've been to have either an X or a line or something so that, the, you know, you know, to keep your distance. So I yeah. think that's good. Yeah. Are you done being angry now? No. You okay. You feel okay. No. You need to calm the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> so has your Amazon shopping increased or decreased during this thing? Because I feel like mine has decreased and I attribute that to the longer wait times. Like we have prime, but now it's prime plus three fucking days. We just got bumped down to commoner status. <laughs> I don't like it. Commoner status. <laughs> no, I definitely decreased for products for sure because of the wait times. But Amazon yeah. did say, um, that they're pr- they're prioritizing like home goods that people need like I guess like toilet paper but they don't even have it on like I looked for toilet paper on Amazon just for the hell of it they don't have anything unless it's like something with Trump's face on it and I don't want that um you know like there's like Trump and then there's like there's all the different presidents and I'm like why are you selling this like yeah. I guess if you really need toilet paper that's what you're gonna get I mean um, yeah. but that's what they're prioritizing so the the wait times have definitely so they're not gone. prioritizing my adult coloring book is what you're telling no me? no <laughs> but that's no. a necessity but i mean for our house at least our digital buying has definitely increased because of the rent movies that you can rent that were in the theater some early buying mm-hmm. movies that you can buy so yeah we keep buying movies like almost every night so we have something new to watch together i know it's no, gotta be getting it it's not really dude. every night but it's been we've we've bought like two or three i think in the last three weeks Wow. I'm just trying it's to catch up on than, stuff. It's cheaper than going into a movie. Yeah, I guess that's, so. But I'm just, you know, I'm trying to thing. catch up on like things that I didn't get to watch before, like Jack Ryan. And we started watching that again. Oh, I should Because I'm on that. season two. There is only two seasons, right? I think so. I think season three hasn't come out yet. But anyway, so yeah, we started watching season two like a couple nights ago. That, that fucking show is so good. Anyways, so for, not, if for nothing else for all of us, you know, we're saving money on gas, movies, um other entertainment but now i really think i need a new video game <laughs> well i mean the strippers here they'll deliver your food so i guess some of the entertainment's still happening in portland oh, sorry i had to pause what <laughs> <laughs> i thought that, i thought i was the one that lived in vegas with the strippers <laughs> Nah, it's portland dude we keep it weird Okay, well, here's here's something. You guys can't top our Vegas drive-through lap dances, so beat that, Portland. No way. Does that really exist? Swear no, it to doesn't. God. Swear to God. Hand to God. Yep, Little Darlings is keeping people entertained and safe by keeping the stripper in the glass box while she strips. It's innovative for nothing else. And no, Little Darlings is not a sponsor of our podcast. Oh, God, no. <laughs> But friend, I don't know if, if God wants you putting your hand up to him when you're talking about strippers. Oh, probably a good point. Just take like, it back. Take it that's back. N- <laughs> that's nuts. Okay, well, I don't know if Portland has anything like that. And I've never, but I've never actually heard of it. So who knows? But I guess if all else fails, dancing in a glass box is COVID free. 
Okay, so that's it. At the end of the day, we're just two moms and friends trying to keep our shit together, lipstick off our teeth, keep the kids alive, and enjoy every moment. If you want to send us your mom stories or a topic that you'd like us to chat about on our podcast, please email us at momswhosaythefword at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram with our handle at momswhosaythefword. And remember, if you can't say something nice, stay six feet away. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Don't forget to tune in next week for a brand new episode. And if you liked what you heard today, please give us a five-star rating wherever you have found our podcast. It really helps us. Till then, these moms are fucking out. Mm-hmm.